For another rendition of the motherfucking Puffy, Puffy the and Puffy, S- Puffy, <laughs> <laughs> the Puffy and Smoky experience. This is Puffy here, and it's Smoky Peruge. And you know, hello again, motherfuckers. And uh, we decided that today was gonna be a day where we tell you guys some of the first experiences we had with weed. This is Puffy's genius idea. I mean, because, I mean, the whole podcast is around us smoking marijuana, and we never kind of told them how we got into smoking marijuana. Well, I you, feel like that's as backwards. It was backwards. your birthright. Let's, let's preface that. Y'all should know. This was this was Puffy's birthright. There I was, was born no to do other... this. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, I can't say that because people are going to be like, oh my God, that's not good parenting. What did your parents oh, teach you? Nah, not like that. It was very responsible in terms of that aspect. Let, nobody needs cause for alarm or concern here. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, my parents are great. Holla. Holla. My mama's a stoner. My daddy's a stoner. I mean, mostly everybody I know is a fucking stoner. Say. It's, it's, it's genetics. I agree. It is genetic. But before we go, granddaddy's granddaddy's granddaddy. Was word, that's my granddaddy. He always asking for weed. She need to stop. I, I, actually, I owe him some weed. Do you? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. before we start telling you motherfuckers some stories and all that fun shit, because you know we gotta embarrass ourselves for most of this <laughs> podcast, because that's all we do, honestly. Pretty soon we are gonna get paid to just make fun of ourselves, which is be great. I'm, I'm, I'm totally looking forward to that. Word. Um, but I remember last time on our podcast, we kind of brought up this idea of doing like a weekly shout out to some good news or to some good people who are doing some amazing shit in the community. Just positive energy. You know, we want to we wanna start everything off on a light-hearted note. And the best way to do that is to lead by example. So we found some dope people who are doing some dope things in the light of some negativity. There's always server... Serv- Silver linings. Word. <laughs> and um, last time we talked about the uh, the, the, the the girl. I mean, it might be a girl. It might be a dude. Whatever, whatever. it is. Whatever I think she is. was to be uh, what? prefaced as female. So, yeah. This this chick. She raised hundreds of thousands of dollars. Word. Our, our, our tally, I think, doubled from what we heard the on the last show, what was it, like, 30K? It's yeah, like, now it's like 300 Yes, yeah, 300000 she supposedly raised, and maybe even more now. And that's really, really dope that, you know, For again, flashing like... Flashing some titties. Word, we said, you know, not all heroes wear capes. Some of them show tits. And that's exactly what she did. And she saved a lot of koalas and a few kangaroos. Blessing so I, up the plebs. Blessing up them plebs. So I respect her. Thank you. We appreciate it. 
Without her, we probably won't have another Kangaroo Jack because we need another one. We need another Steve Irwin coming back in this motherfucker. Speaking of Steve Irwin, the Irwin family has saved now, I think, about 90,000 animals individually from the wildlife (coughs) fires. So, shout-outs to them. They're when they going to adopt my black ass? I want to live. Like, some of them animals live great lives. I mean, not right now, because they're in the fire and all that. Wow. But um, I'm trying to get adopted by one of these people who got one of these animal reservations. Yeah. So, in your next life, you can be someone's pet koala. A pet koala? I'm cool with that. Or a camel. I want to be a camel. I want to spit yeah. on people. I, I'm, I'm vibing with camel. With I pe- think I would vote camel. Maybe wolf. Maybe sloth, because I have a little bit of anxiety, and I feel like being forced to take it slow might be a positive experience for me. I just want to be... So maybe that would be my next life's lesson is sloth. I want to be a bird, because I want to be free. I feel so dope to just fly and go anywhere. You're from the city, you a bird anyways. (laughs) (laughs) The national motherfucking bird in New York City is the pigeon, and the national animal is the street rat. Um, that's not actually true, but New York legislation should change that because it might as well be. Also, there was a a pigeon in New York City that I still got beef with because it looked like Amy Winehouse. Rest in peace. She's goddess. Um, but it looked like Amy Winehouse. The the crack pigeon, the one that shit on you or the one that, that, that didn't run away that one time? Uh, fuck you, the one that shit on me. I'm still mad at this goddamn pigeon, yo. <laughs> my mom just keeps screaming it's good luck Shahane. it's good luck it's good luck Fuck I hate that. those superstitions why, why, why I just they... got shit on why, why do poor people they always they don't say oh you just got shitted on when something good happens to you no you got shitted on that's negative but my, why do poor people always try to take a bad situation and turn it into a blessing? Because we try not to kill ourselves. Oh, you got a splinter? Oh, that means you're working hard. You know, uh, oh, good oh, stuff. Oh, that means money coming your way. Play the lottery. It's oh, <laughs> always some bullshit. Like, oh, you got into an accident? What was their license plate? What? You lost that money? Oh, sorry. Son, that was going to come better. Don't even worry about it. It's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. Amen. God bless, bless such a strong soul. I am weak. Amen. So back to what we were talking about before, the positive vibes. So this week, we got two. We're going to continue the wave of Australia um, because they're still burning, unfortunately. But people are kind of getting the hang of it. The United States sent some firefighters over there. You know, we always always send people in places that we don't necessarily need to motherfucking be. But I guess we we were needed there, maybe, I guess. Let's see. We just can't keep our nose out of other people's business but that's another story for another day the sentiment is positive the which positive, is we're trying to help some 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 australian firefighters out we're trying to help our, our friends and families so uh puffy pulled up this dope article i'm gonna let him take over and i'm make sure he don't chief keep that blunt over there i, I was dead as yeah i know i know i was contemplating on passing it Mm-mm, pass that shit you about to talk okay so there's a commission. Well, the government commissioned this, this this operation right now. It's called Operation Rock Wallaby. And what's happening is the government from New South Wales basically paying for these helicopters to go around to drop off basically fucking carrots and sweet potatoes to all the animals out there that are starving, that are looking for food because all the bush fire kind of burned down all their main resources that they would eat off of. And on top of everything else that's happening, at least now they don't have to worry about this. They don't have to waste too much energy. They don't have to go crazy. 
they got the white people looking for them, dropping shit off for them, which is dope. Um, it's I'm so happy that they did that. That is that's that's such a nice sentiment. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Like again, like think about how much food we waste, and think about where this food could actually go. And these pe- these animals really really needed it. Mm-hmm. And it's a really dope initiative. I honestly think. And again, like. On top of everything else, they don't have anywhere else to go. That not some of these animals aren't getting help. Some of them aren't being put into rehabilitation. So it's kind of like they're in the wild, defending for themselves. Well, I will say there have been countless people who are and families who have just taken it upon themselves to go out and rescue these animals. People are getting, from what I understand, the I ones that's still wrong. alive, though, right? Yeah, okay. people are are, are finding whatever they're going through. <laughs> All the burned areas, wherever they can, they can actually have it, like inhabit, and then wherever they find living animals, they've been taking them in. Like people have carloads full of animals that they're bringing back to homes and shelters. And, and we also heard people going around to the farms and ranches to some of these people, and they're ripping down the fences yes, so that the animals yes, can there's actually a fence go. Initiative too, because some people evacuated without taking down all of their borders because they didn't think the bushfires were going to get so quite so bad but uh some of the animals were trapped because of uh like land fencing yeah so there was there was some sad images there's also something that is a little bit sad but i want puffy to shed some light from his own experiences with osha on how it's possible that a small amount of arsonists could, in fact, not saying that they were the entire cause. There's been a lot of causes, but just saying that there they could do a lot more damage than what people actually anticipate that a couple, a handful of people could do. She motherfucker threw out ocean with my high ass. Why are you going to do that? I'm high right now. Why are we doing oh, that's, this? That's great. That's no, I just That's the wrong thing. Osha is, is fucking health issues. That's a whole different thing. Bitch, whatever. Long story <laughs> short, we got criteria and mm. we're not just stoners. We like to be educated on some things, even if I'm yeah. wrong. So OSHA is, OSHA is working conditions. That's why it's your certificate. Occupation Safe and Healthy Administration. Beautiful. So, well, technically, I do have a Hazwopper certification, so I do know how to respond to situations like this. See, I Mostly, you have some shit. Whatever. It's, it's, it's some, some, some cool shit, I guess. I got to actually renew because it, it expired, but I don't use it and I don't get paid to use it. So it's just. Never know. You could have gone over there and been like, what up? Where Crikey. But it, shit, I want to. I'm here to help you. Your has, water base. Hey, where's the weed? I want to smoke some weed while I come oh, save your Oh, Australia have like horrible weed? I don't. Yeah. They probably have horrible weed and I'm pretty sure they have really bad laws on that shit too. So I definitely probably didn't need to go over there and find some weed. And I actually, the motherfuckers who probably started this fire was smoking some weed and dropped the clip. But long um, story short, what's been happening is actually Australia has been experiencing one of its warmest seasons ever and actually one of its driest at the exact same time. And most of us know who live in the New England or who live down south, when you have dry, <clears throat> when you're experiencing dry areas or a dry season and there's a lot of foliage on the ground, any type of spark, any type of flame with enough oxygen being kind of added on to it, it's just going to turn into a crazy nasty fire. That's why a lot of places, state parks, they have the Smokey the Bear signs up and they tell you, they give you the warnings every single day. They kind of tell you to make sure you put your fires out. They make sure you have buckets of water nearby to make sure that you can actually securely extinguish your fire. But 
something like this, Australia is fucking 85%, 90% of desert. And it is mostly bush and shrub kind of like, how do I say it, foliage all over. And because of all these conditions that's been happening, supposedly there were a few lone arsonists that could have possibly started the fires. Approximately 20 to 25 people. Supposedly. We don't know. Yeah. All this is speculation. But from just from an environmental standpoint, an environmental mindset, um, Australia was just in a bad condition. And any type of flame anywhere would have started a fire. It just sucked that it happened. And I think almost every province that's occupied in Australia, and that's the part that sucks. So... While they're trying to but fight, that's also where the foliage is. Like the exactly. only occupied areas are the areas where, where there's foliage. Because something. exactly, so it's kind of one of those that it sucks. It's not anything that was anthropogenized. It wasn't something that we caused. This. Technically, it could have been caused well, by us. Global warming didn't help. Like I think it just continued to um, cause problems. Like people were saying, worse. there's a causation with global warming. There's more of a correlation and realizing that global warming will kind of... What's happening is global warming is increasing their dry span and dry period in Australia. That's right. what's happening. It's not like this is something new and it's not like this isn't going to happen again. It will happen again and it happens all the time. But it's the fact, the same thing that's happening here and in other parts of the world... Normal seasons are being longer and shortened, depending on whatever it is the environmental factors are contributing to. Word. Like, today, so we live in Boston, and today was January. Usually, our temperatures don't get higher it's than 30. It's the second week of January, my niggas. Usually, it is snowing, there's a blizzard, there's ice, there's some bullshit. It don't get higher than 34 Fahrenheit, you know? Like, we, if, it, if it's a hot day, it's like 50 degrees, max. Facts. So today, our car monitor read teetering on 80. We almost hit 80 at one point today. And it's one of those, like, again, like, I'm an However, the the winds, the gusts of wind we were getting were truly, like, tropical storm. It was hard to breathe in those winds. But that's the thing people have to understand. With global warming or with climate change or however you want to describe it or however you want to define it... We're just going to be having more extreme weather phenomena, whatever it may be. And you know how we're usually mad and we want to fuck up the, the weatherman and we want to curse him out? Honestly, they might be wrong a lot more than what we think now. And it is what it is. We can't be upset. <laughs> Wear layers every day, all the time. Yeah, that's what I do. I just always have layers. My car is a motherfucking a mini gym. I got a, a I got multiple outfits in that bitch. It's true. <laughs> I got different ready? type of boots. You shoes, got different type of gloves. Glo- hats, scars, jackets. I got a raincoat in the trunk too, motherfucker. I'm ready to go scuba diving if I got to. Napkins and you also have bug spray ready to go as well. The bug spray is definitely. You know who I learned this from? My nigga, Inspector Gadget, bro. He always told me when I was a kid, be ready for anything. So yeah, he, he had the, the shit. He had that shit, bro. He always had that Fast. thing. Anything you wanted, he was like, go, go, get it, nigga. And I was like, oh. Inspector Gadget was for sure the shit. Let me take this. Oh, it's a tiny little one. Hello, little So, one. my boys, what was it? Canopy, koala. Eh? Operation Walk Wallaby is, you know, donating and saving the animals, which is really, really cool. We appreciate that. And we're going to shout out, last week we shouted out my homegirl. This week we're going to shout out a dog. 
And this is really, really cute because we're animal people. We love the animals. We love the environment. And we heard about this fucking border collie who saved over... He's so cute. He's a fucking adorable. He's cutie. He's a cutie. He saved 900 sheep. He saved his entire herd while the shed was burning down and everything and got them to a safe place. And um, I don't know if you motherfuckers know about Lassie. Give him all the treats. Where this dog left Lassie at least four times right now. So big ups. Um, what's his name? His name is Pasty. Him and Shahane got the same. I mean, him and 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 Smokey got the same nickname. I call her Pasty. Pasty cakes. <laughs> ooh ooh. And you know what's cute about Pasty? Is it a boy or a girl? Oh no. Do they tell you? I guess it don't matter. The cute thing about Pasty is it has the same color scheme. It's a girl. She's a girl. She, She's a girl. Oh, that's so cute because she has the same color <coughs> scheme as Mittens. And mm. Mittens is our little bundle of joy. And oh. she's also a girl. Shit, Pasty's dope. Oh, oh, Pasty got an Instagram too, son. Oh, what's her Instagram, her Instagram handle? Instagram is Pasty the, the Corey... The, what the fuck? The Corey, the Corey Wonder Dog? I'm going to tag you. Okay, we gonna tag it because apparently that was too complicated. Oh, today's today's uh Pacey the Corrig Wonder Dog. Okay, Corey, like we I said, we'll pace it. What's a Corrigong? Is that a specific type of dog or some shit? I feel it. That's a that's a, that's a, that's a super saiyan. Like, is that a fusion of, of uh, dogs? That's hilarious. They have two. Oh, it better have earrings. I don't know. It says a Corrigong. That's the, that's that's the reason I can't pronounce that word. I've never heard that word before. Hey, if we ever had a kid, we should do one earring each, you and I, and then do like a fusion thing for Halloween one year as two people, and then our kid would be like the fusion with wearing the two earrings. That's cute. Isn't that funny? That's that's corny and cute. Um. Fuck Halloween. I'm not. I'm really high. Uh, <laughs> today's. Why are you trying to spend no money choice? on no costumes right now? We trying to save Australia. Well, Philip, obviously, we're not even trying to have kids right now. We're just making a. a... Oh, you just you talking about some bullshit. Yeah, I just think it'd be really adorable. Anybody mm. can have that idea. Somebody, by already, the way. somebody already stole that idea, probably. Uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, someone should do that. It's cute. That's true. But we'll see. We'll check on Instagram because somebody, if you thought it, somebody probably didn't done it. Didn't done it. Didn't done it. Uh, <laughs> oh, today we're smoking a. Uh, well, we just finished. We smoking a blunt. Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> I love blunts. That's all I used to smoke, honestly, growing up. Oh, so now it's story time, right? Story time. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. Puffy has a lot of dope stories. I only oh. have a couple <laughs> semi-funny smoking stories. I don't got dope stories. I just did a lot of dumb shit that I, like, eventually learned from. And that was the problem. Is well, like smoking dope, so they're dope stories. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, but that was after the fact. I still did dumb shit before I was smoking weed. Like, the, my first experience technically smoking, I think I was about, like, maybe 11, 12. And it was me, Cody, his sister, and my friend Yanni. And we were all outside. And I just moved from, I used to live on Crescent, we just moved to our apartment on Morris. 
I think maybe not. I might have still been living on Crested, but I was on Morris doing some dumb shit. <laughs> so and you were already over there. Already doing some dumb shit on my block. That whole neighborhood is just we were just all we all grew up together, so it didn't matter. Um But like we didn't know what smoking was. Like I didn't understand what it <laughs> what? was. Like I didn't get it. Like like I didn't I didn't know what weed was, honestly. Uh, like it was so ex- accessible that it was always around us that we didn't understand the difference between weed and cigarettes. You get what I'm saying? I thought it was honestly the same thing at one point in my life when I was young and naive. So, like, we couldn't get a cigarette because you got to go to the store and get that. And, like, nobody was, like, kids our age, we wasn't taking shit for our parents because you get your ass well. Like, automatically, you take a dollar. I got my ass people stealing money, like, dollars from people real quick. So I was like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. we're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So our bright idea was like, yo, let's smoke some newspaper. And let's see if we get high off that. Because the people were talking about smoking papers, right? So let's smoke some papers and let's see what happens. And that didn't go well. I almost died from an asthma attack smoking fucking, smoking a fucking, what was it? I think it was a stop and shop or like a C-Town newspaper ad in the alley. We were sitting there, we rolled it up and we tried to smoke it. I wish we had a video. (laughs) I wish y'all could see my face. I rolled, Sweet fucking Jesus. I rolled that shit up. We rolled that shit up and we was and we was literally trying to smoke it. And if I was y'all like, knew how toxic, how fucking toxic. I mean that's why we probably got high. Ink is? That's why we was hiding. We was high off of newspaper ink. Oh my god. Well we was fucked up. And I was like, I ain't never doing this again. I thought I had an asthma attack. I was like, no, I'm good. I thought I had what? Did you? I probably did. My fat ass. And and then the thing is that we had to sneak, we had to steal to get the matches and all the un- unnecessary stuff to even smoke that, and then we had to find a place to do it, and like it was just it was just a bad idea. It was bad. It was really bad. Y'all was outside in the street doing this. We was in the alley, in the alley where I take out the trash, where the laundry mat is on the side of the building. Y'all different. We are very different. That was some weird shit. I'm sorry. Ain't nobody said And then the, the second time, we smoked a brown paper bag. And that one wasn't as bad, but then that's when we were like, we got to stop smoking these. These don't make no sense. This don't work. Okay, I'm glad y'all figured it out <laughs> after a while. <laughs> it took two times. It took two times. We was dumb. Yeah, so I think we can safely assume that it was the fucking toxic newspaper ink that got y'all fucked we were just like We was probably just the fact that we was fucking inhaling smoke and the and, and fucking preteens in an alley with a whole bunch of other toxic shit that was probably already there exposed to everything else. So, um, yeah. Shouldn't have done that shit. Mm. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't have done that. But we did it. Well. And, I mean, I got some other ones, but... Those were, like, my two first, like, experiences, like, I should say. Like, it wasn't even smoking weed, just the idea of smoking. And I didn't smoke for a while after that. Like, that shit disgusted me. And I was like, this is disgusting. I can't do this. I'm not doing that. When I, the first time I smoked anything, it it was something that should be smoked. I wasn't just smoking (laughs) random shit. Uh, I bad. wish I had something creative, but no, it was tobacco. I was poor. Y'all lucky I wasn't smoking a crayon. <laughs> uh, well, I, get, I mean, I, I sniffed glue when I was younger. So Everybody sniffed glue in markers. That was the shit. Everybody was always trying to find a new way. Like Everybody knew a weird way to get high when they was younger doing or, some weird shit. 
And you were like, I'm not doing that. But you know somebody who was doing it. There were people in my elementary school class that would straight up take their chapstick, roll their chapstick so that the entire thing was out, right? Like, it wasn't in the container anymore. And they'd fucking eat it! (laughs) And I saw that and I was like boundaries that's disgusting don't ever talk to me and i never got close with those bitches we we graduated high school but i remember that age i remember when that happened like everything was edible and candy that's even when toothpaste first and that was like starting to be edible and tasty fuck that lip gloss was never edible i wasn't eating that that's disgusting who the fuck like i understand like putting it on and just licking it off your lips maybe like within like 30 minutes but nope who the fuck is just eating chapstick? I mean, well, the same niggas who was probably smoking newspapers, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the same motherfuckers, huh? Uh, so yeah, but wait, yeah, so, so basically, so I was, I think, high school. And that's when I started smoking hookah. And uh, I'm a, it was a whole ass stereotype, truly, because I've been around hookah my entire life. Like, ever since I was a baby, I knew what double apple smelled like. So, it was pretty... It wasn't really that shocking that I picked that up. But after, so, after like, the end of sophomore year of college, I just couldn't do it anymore. I yeah. didn't like the feeling. But that's the exact same time that I started smoking weed. So, weed basically mm-hmm. replaced hookah for yeah. me. Yeah. And I have to tell you, if you're listening to this and you're contemplating the switch... Make the switch. The flavor isn't quite as yummy, but it feels so much better. I never liked hookah. Because you have to smoke hookah differently. Or cigarette. I think, again, I think me, the sad part is me smoking the newspaper made it where I didn't like anything ever again. It just was like that, ever. Like, I smoked a cigarette. I smoked cigarettes when I was drunk in college and I didn't have any weed. And I needed something to help me get back to my dorm room without puking everywhere. <clears throat> but even then, that didn't help too much. But, like, yeah, I, I don't like hookah. Hookah's disgusting. I don't know what it is. It's too overpowering. Like, all the... Like, you gotta suck so hard just to get that little bit, but then once it starts pulling, it's, like, way too much, and it's just, oh, my God. I, it's just, ugh. Oh, my God. It's just too much. It's just disgusting. I can't fuck with it. I'm sorry. It's it's a lot. Mm-mm. It's different. I broke a few hookahs putting weed in the hookah. You're funny. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. I feel like that's the best way to use a hookah. There are some people who do that. But the they tar- just get the tiny ones so that they can continuously just destroy. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what we. That's what happened one night in Alford. We went to. A, I went to some house party and they was smoking a hookah, and I was Wait, like, I don't me? smoke that shit. And I was like, but I got some weed. And then somebody else was like, I got some weed. And then like everybody else, it just went around the room real quick. And then we were just like, fuck it, open that bitch up. And we just opened it up and just everybody just started putting their weed in it slowly. And we just kept smoking that shit. But I don't like the lightheadedness that comes from it. Yeah. That's that. That's what I don't like. <clears throat> that's what people, that, I think that's part of the experience of it, that you enjoy it. Even cigars. Like, I don't understand how people can just I casually just go around. Like, I tried that a couple of times. Actually, I yeah, I tried that a couple of times and it just... It didn't settle right. 
like some of them do taste really good, like the 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 earthiness, the aroma, and everything else. I guess, but like if you're not like a I guess like an avid, avid I think that's the word. Yeah, like a fucking avid fucking cigar smoker or like drinking like some top whiskey or scotch with that shit. It's just a waste. I take those and I roll big ass blunts in them shits. That's what <laughs> I do. I swear to you, that's what me and Bianca used to do. We used to go to the smoke shop. That's I think that's what this is gonna turn. It's gonna turn into stories about my first experiences because that's the shit. Like <clears throat> I used to only smoke blunts, papers, and things like that, and then eventually, like now, like I only smoke pieces exclusively, you know. But like I love taking cigars, like nice, really good handmade ones, mm-hmm. the age shits, and rolling like a good, like fucking like a a two gram blunt, three gram blunt, and that shit. Whew. That sounds delicious. Or saving all my clips and run rolling. I call them like a, a daddy, daddy blunt. No, the granddaddy is you save the daddy blunt. Clips. Oh god! So the daddy blunts is you take all your other clips and you roll one big blunt, and then the granddaddy blunt is you save all your daddy blunts and you roll a bigger blunt from that blunt. And those are blunts that I do on like four twenty a week. Word week. <laughs> it's a week. It is a whole week because you got to smoke up all the blunts to get all that shit to store it up. Like it's a, it's a lot of weed. It's a lot of dedication. Word. And he, like and the sad part is in college when I was going through a lot of weed or I didn't have the money to, I was definitely smoking those roaches in those clips or re-rolling them bitches as much as possible. I remember. Fuck that. <clears throat> when you ain't got no money, what you do? Grab a clip. Grab some resin. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You better make that shit stretch, bro. Uh, I actually have a funny weed experience from college that I can share. Alright, talk to me. And it's the one it's one of the ones where you were involved, but this time you were unintentionally involved. Hey, I'm in the background. Yeah, but you end up finding me. It's, <laughs> it's okay, so you guys, for anybody who doesn't know, the story is centered around Green Dragon. And Oh, it's that one. I thought it was the day y'all stole the ice cream from eight. No, I wasn't high that day. I was completely sober. We stole an entire tub of ice cream from the dining hall, and our every bitch in our dorm just ate out of this big-ass tub of ice cream. We basically just, like, cried PMS to watch movies, ate this tub of ice cream. It was great. But, no, side, so, main story, the, the first time I had Green Dragon, but I didn't know it was Green Dragon. And, first of all, it was red because it was mixed with Red Kool-Aid. To, no, Red Kool-Aid? Yeah, it was Red Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. It was Red Kool-Aid. We was po. And, <laughs> no, it tastes good. It was Red Kool-Aid and... Trust me, my mom And, so, me and someone Kool-Aid. said Green Dragon, and I was like, Psh, no, it's red. It's not the same thing, because I was drunk already. And <laughs> that's also important to this story. Well, I was, like, tipsy. I wasn't drunk, but I was, yeah. I was feeling nice. You were naked, and it was, like... I don't know when it was. I think it was maybe December. Was it December? Or was it January? It was like in October. We had just gotten back to school. It was cold. And it's Alfred. It's western New York in the middle of nowhere. We in the valley. It was brick ass. Hoes don't get cold until they get home and they get in pajamas. So again, she was pretty tipsy when she was not cold. Just to okay, give so y'all... I was feeling myself. Mm-hmm. And we're at this house party, and I was not liking the vibe because it was, like, all really masculine, scary, lax, bro, white dudes that... Frat house! Yeah, it was that, that scene, which later these these people also ended up throwing beer cans at our heads because they thought that they were like, we don't want ethnic people here. So it was the, one of those scenes, so I was like, wow, I need to get fucked up and get out of here. 
So, uh, Puffy's roommate at the time, who they're still best friends. Like, if Puffy and I weren't together, they would be married type shit. It's really cute. That is. And I love their friendship. So, however, I should have known better because I can't hang quite as well as these guys. So, his roommate, who we'll call... Um, you can call him by his motherfucking name. Oh, okay. Hey, Greg. (laughs) What's up, Greg? So, Greg gave me a bottle of Kool-Aid, and he was like, drink this. You'll love it. And I was like, what is it? And he goes, don't worry. Good to see you, Shahane. And then he, like, goes off somewhere, and I was like, ah, the eternal quest to find pussy. It's great. So, then I'm, like, left with this bottle (laughs) of Kool-Aid. So, I was like, all right. Here goes nothing. This party's whack. So I down like half this bottle. She drank my whole fucking drink, bro. <laughs> my whole drink. And the thing is, if anybody knows how long it takes to make Green Dragon. Oh, I never explained what it is. My bad. So the Green Dragon is when you collect all your weed stems. And then however much you have, I forget the ratio, but then you concentrate it in... I'll let Phil take over. Like, long story short, I collected, a, I collected, I think we collected maybe like two ounces worth of weed stems and like Keith. That's a lot. And we fucking put it in, in Devil Springs, so 100 proof alcohol. And, and we, Devil Springs is over 100. It's yeah. It's like 120 proof. We let it fucking sit in there and we let it age for months. So this was something that we had in a bottle, me and Greg were working on for about maybe like, I could say, maybe like six months. Six months we were working on this thing. And we were, like, saving it up. And, like, we were so excited. We were like, yes, we're going to try it. Like, we heard about it. We read about it. And, like, the thing was, like, if you do it, as it ages, the bottle eventually turns green. And then it turns to, like, an amber gold color. So the shit looks like some demon shit. It looks like something you shouldn't you should not drink by itself. But, like, it was so amazing. And we, we drank half the bottle before we went out. And then the other half we put into this bottle that me and Greg thought we were going to split while we were out. But Smokey ended up drinking all of it. It was not all. It was half. And then at that point, I blacked out for maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> if I'm completely honest, I think my body just overloaded because at this point, I'd also never smoked weed. I I had never experienced what getting high was yet. So my body was just like, what the fuck? And I remember being on the couch, but not being in control of anything for a little while. And so the people I was with each took a sip. And then by the time it got back to me, like there wasn't much left. So I just, I just deaded it. But so I messed up. I end up leaving the party. I don't know where. I don't know what the plan was. I'm really not sure. I think I was talking to myself, but I'm smiling and dancing my way on the main highway, <laughs> which there was only one road in, in our college town. It was called Main Street, and <laughs> it's really as plain and simple as you can fucking imagine. Yep. And so I'm on Main Street just... Life is beautiful. And then I see this tree. And this tree starts talking to me. This bitch. And I was like, Whoa! It's like Pocahontas! (laughs) And I'm just like, I found my mother! I found my mother tree! 
and I get so happy and I run up to it and as I'm holding it it becomes purple and we're swimming in this purple aura and I'm melting into this tree this is happening while other drunk people are walking past me and I can audibly hear them going is she what is she on? And like, what is, what's wrong with her? Because keep in mind, like Phil said, it is cold. I'm half naked because hoes and, don't get cold. And we go to art school. We got to remember that too. So like people And are, I'm an artist. So they've already seen me do weird shit. So they think she's high on drugs and shit. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about like harder drugs. Oh yeah, they probably thought I was on like shrooms. So to round the story <laughs> off, right? Again, me and Greg were out partying. I never saw Shahane. <laughs> oh yeah, I, this whole time I took his drink. I didn't even know. So <laughs> so I'm I'm with Greg. Me and Greg are partying. Like she said, me and Greg are on the hunt for, on that quest, doing what we do best, looking for get home with something. And I'm like, Greg, where's our drink? Greg's like, Oh, I gave it to Shahane. I was like, You gave it to Shahane, nigga. How'd you give our drink to Shahane? Like what? That makes no sense. So, like, now, again, like Shahane said, the same party she was at, we were at, and I'm like, all right, this party is wet. <laughs> let's leave. We grab her friends, Danji, Taylor, and them, and we're like, yo, let's go grab some food. I think... Shh. Okay. We go outside, we're looking, everybody's like, yo, where's Shahane? We're like, we don't know where Shahane is. Then all you hear is <laughs> Pocahontas over here singing to herself. This bitch is hugging a tree. Hugging... <laughs> Hug, just hugging the tree on the middle of Main Street, just by herself. People, people looking at her, staring, pointing, and like, I, I walk over and she's like, "Phil, oh my god, you met my friend!" And I'm like, "That's your friend, bitch." Is pointing to the tree. So like, I hug her, get the tree a high five. Everybody laughs. I'm like, "Yo, what's wrong with this bitch?" She's like, "Greg, Greg gave me your drink." So I was like, oh, nigga, you gave her that drink. And he was like, yeah, I gave her the dragon. I was like, no, not Shahane. So long story short. We- so I'm, first of all, I'm mad because all I wanted to do was continue having this spiritual experience with this tree. Y'all don't understand. I I was meeting... Oh, with spirits. Oh, okay. Yo, I still remember that tree. I have a photo of me hugging that tree at a later sober date. So literally, (laughs) we had to drag her away from the tree. We go to another house party and shit. She's still bugging out. All I think about was that tree. (laughs) And like, all I could think of was the fact that she drunk my motherfucking weed drink. (laughs) Fuck the tree. I never got no more dragon after that. She didn't say sorry, thank you, nothing. It was just gone. It was gone. When I was sober, I did say sorry and thank you. Yeah, no. Thank you in that tree, punk asses. It's all so good. that was the first time I really ever experienced what any part of being high was, except it was... Um, I didn't expect that. I went too hard in the paint. I just didn't expect that. And that's the thing was, I didn't... I, I mean, I kind of expected it, it would do something. Like, it would be a weird concoction of shit anyway, because it's like the THC molecules. Because then again, like, we did decarb the stems and all that. So, like, we kind of did do a little bit smart. Like, we figured some shit out. Motherfucker, but... you heightened some sort of psychedelic reaction because I really thought that I was in some Alice in Wonderland purple tree universe. I was like, nothing can bother me. Maybe you got roofied and you thought it was the dragon. No, Phil, because I was 
awake and conscious. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just upset. I wasn't I on the get, tree like, hey. I ain't get that experience. I'm upset. Maybe if I would have drank more of it or had the opportunity to, I would have been hugging right, trees so and kissing rocks saving, too. Let's start saving our <laughs> stems. I'll make a green dragon for I, you. I'm already saving stem, but most of my weed now is nice nuggets. So I don't really got too many stems, which mm. is good. Yeah, it's actually pretty awesome. I can't complain about that, right? Who complain? Who complains about nice juicy nugs, right? Nobody, Nobody. complains. Hey, Amen. High five. High five. Yeah. Um. <laughs> All right, your turn. Your turn. Another funny one. Another one. Another one. Dude, I got a fucking a bad a lot of them. A bad. A bad. Because the thing is, like, I used to get in trouble because I used to steal my mom's weed. Because I like again. Before I started working, even when I was working, I couldn't really afford weed. And even then, why would I buy weed in my house and where I'm going to hide it? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't... Like, that was the worst thing as well. Like, when I was in Especially high school, when I was mama, doing it. Especially with your mom. She be going through drawers. Yeah, my mom go everything. She count my condoms. She count my bus passes. She count anything. and How many pens I got. Bitch, everything. Everything I do, my mom What happened know. to the big pen on the right-hand side? Mm. What? So, shit... That's bad. But um, I remember fucking... <laughs> we used to cut school all the time. So me, T-Bird, and my boy Moses, we would, like, meet up. We would, like, we would literally decide. Like, we would get, like, depending on what the day was, and we would knew what classes was, or we'd get all our shit and make sure everything was done. We would meet up, like, around lunchtime, and we'd be like, yo, what period we leave, and how much money you got? And we forgot how much money we got, where we getting the weed from. Like, we would figure all this shit out within, like, two or three periods so that we was gone by, like, seven period. And then, out of how many? Like, nine? Yeah, nine periods. Yeah. Okay. And then that's the thing. Some of us used to have, like, a first, like, one to nine. Some of you had two to nine. Sometimes it was a ten period. It was just dumb. School, it was weird. Okay. But I remember one time we fucking we went to this this go op and we smoked in this dungeon, um, and it wasn't like and the sad part is again because like in these co ops you know how we live at like, like I don't even know it's near Tracy Towers, but it's one of those co ops that there's a lot of underground paths so people can kind of basically come out through an exit or yeah. like drop their car off and come out and we was like oh let's smoke in here because this looks smart and convenient. God bless y'all. And the thing is, again, what what does what does weed do to you? Uh, heightens your paranoia. Exactly. So the whole motherfucking time we sitting there like three crackheads, all looking at, <laughs> taking oh, no. turns, looking around the corner, like, all right, yo, you we clear, all right, good, all right. Take your pulse, look, all right, we clear, all right, good. Had to come up with a plan that somebody was gonna come through with my fat ass. I was gonna jump on them, basically straight up, just do a little fat sumo, and just boom, just You're tackle hilarious. them. Fuck that. I was getting caught. But the one thing I hate too was like we'd be sitting in in the lunchroom trying to figure out what we're gonna do for weed, and other people starting inviting themselves. Never oh. talk about how much money they got. Yeah. How you invite yourself to some weeds? You ain't got no money, and that's the same shit they be happening now. People, you be smoking weed, talking to your friends, having a conversation. Somebody want to come in and just take your joint. Oh, right. I'm on the left side. Oh uh, yeah, who are you? Oh man. And the sad part is, again, I'm not advocating anyone under a certain age to be doing this. Oh, absolutely not. Dude, no. This, dude, this is 100% responsibility first. No, but even then, this is one of those, this is just my life experience and what I went through. My thing is, too, like how I talked about before, like, a lot of my 
family, friends. Like we, I don't know if I can say like it's a it's a, a cultural thing, um, but a lot of people who I know who deal with trauma and various ways, kind of use marijuana as a coping mechanism. And now, because there's a big push for mental health and mental health awareness, people are actually finally going to therapy and getting the help they need. But in the black community, the last thing we really, really had as for help within our households, honestly, truthfully, and sadly, is marijuana to an extent. So like, it was something that was really, really close to me because a lot of the strongest people in my life I knew used marijuana to help them with other things. You know, I had a few aunts who died from cancer. So we already knew about alternative alternative therapy through the use of marijuana. Um, again, I have other family members that have other disorders and things of that nature. So it was kind of one of those things. It was kind of a, a, a common reoccurrence that someone in my house was using marijuana. And my mom, again, a single black parent going through everything, struggling, working as hard as she does. My mama is a motherfucking advocate, motherfucking marijuana user. My mother is always using weed, all the time, always high. But my mother is a very, very hardworking person. And it really does help her through all the stress and anxiety, through everything like that she deals with. And that was the first person who, like, I can't say introduced me to weed because I just stole her weed. Honestly, once I realized what it was and what she was using it for and everything like that, and once I knew that I had depression and I knew I had all these things, but we wasn't pursuing the idea of, like, medicine, and I couldn't find, like, a really good therapist through school and shit like that, and I kept getting in trouble for other shit and lashing out. Honestly, this is the one thing that really, really helped me and saved me. So, it is what it is. Fuck it, right? That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing your story, too, because I think a lot of times it's really helpful to hear um, a real-life testimonial of, like, how it's helped somebody and also even just openly saying you have depression, you've suffered from anxiety or PTSD or any other issue. I ain't even talking about the PTSD. Well, that's a whole other thing. True, but but just being able to say that there's any, any illness... And be open about it will also help somebody else be open about it. Well, my thing is, is it's one of those where, for me, it was so customary. It was so open. You know, like, even the people around me who did use marijuana, like, they didn't act any different. Mm -hmm. You know, like, the love was the same. They were still the same person at the end of the day. You know, like, I never, no one in my family who I knew used marijuana hurt me, abused me, did anything crazy. If anything, they gave me snacks, they gave me money, (laughs) (laughs) they gave me extra love. Oh, you're friendlier. Yeah, my my Uncle Timmy used to tickle me to death, so I almost peed on myself multiple times. You know, it's one of those things where, honestly, like, marijuana. Word, screw you, Uncle Timmy, you made him immune to tickling, now I can't do shit. (laughs) But it's funny, where, like, honestly, where... A lot of drugs and a lot of these things, they break a lot of families apart. But I can honestly say that marijuana technically brought my family together. It saved us through some hard times. I mean, I think it saves a lot of people through a Mm -hmm. lot of hard times. Yeah. Straight up. I agree. Straight up. Straight up. 
And then I remember this is the one time. Well, last time I remember I don't know what episode. I think it was episode five we did in the in the bathroom with the four of them podcast. Yeah. And we talked about it briefly, but there was one time well we well we always used to do this, but like Friday nights we would go into my bathroom. And we would try and get maybe like at least eight people, eight to ten people, and we would all get in my bathroom. We would scram in there, and we would try and get as much weed as possible. And we would roll up fucking endless blunts. And so I'm like 16, 17 at this time. I'm working. Um, my mom, again, like, she she wasn't okay, the fact that I was smoking weed, but I was responsible and I was staying out of trouble. And honestly, and coming up where I come from, come from um, having a safe haven or having a place where you can just be with your friends and know that you guys would be okay. You don't have to worry about police. We grew up through stop and frisk. We grew up when people were misidentifying and shooting and stabbing and killing in New York. I mean, it's the same shit that's going on now, you know, if I want to be completely honest with you. But my mother understood and she didn't want any of my friends to be subjected to that stuff anymore because we had to go through it every fucking day. So... On the weekends, on Friday nights, my mom basically would close her door and she would let me have the house to me and my boys. And basically, we would be quiet as fuck. We would go in the... Well, we're not really quiet, but we would slam my asses in that bathroom with a laptop, with a speaker or some shit. Uh, something, anything. Actually, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the laptop or, or some, type, some type of phone, anything. And we'd just be sitting in there smoking, rapping, talking about shit. Man, this one night we got so high. I don't know what Matt did. I don't know if it was me, Matt. It was me, Matt. It was the whole family. We were all in there. And my high ass, Chancey used to have a barrette box and she had all her hair ties in. And we put all the weed up there. Yeah. And one day I hit that and I elbowed it. And I thought I knocked all the weed out the window. And when I say these motherfuckers, I ain't never seen these mother. I ain't never seen fucking people run this fast. <laughs> Everybody cleared out my fucking bathroom and everybody tried to find a way to the back of my building to get that weed. Everybody ran out. So I'm just sitting in the bathroom like, fuck, I lost the weed. I lost the weed. You know, my mom's freaking out. My mom thinks something happened. My mom's like, what's going on? What happened? I was like, nothing, mom, nothing. Go in the room. Don't worry. My mom's like, all right, whatever. Everybody's panicking. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, whatever. Everybody's panicking. We texted each other. We like, fuck, fuck, we lost the weed. Ah, oh, and then again, like we poor. We fucking poor. Yeah, we're that's that's what meant. <laughs> that was, lot to you. That was everything. Oh, we fucking went down bags had a purpose. Fucking my, my cousin tried to hop over the back gate and then the back there again there's trash and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. So we like fuck the weed is in the trash. We lost so we like about to cry. We going crazy. My cousins come back now. And they're like, yo, we couldn't get to the back. We couldn't get the weed. We like, fuck. Motherfucking T-Bird. Me and T-Bird come back, go back in the bathroom, and we look on the floor, and all the weed is sitting on the floor. So the whole time, we had a panic attack. Everybody ran. Matt was about to kick down the door, climb over shit, fight with the alley cat, the alley dog. The alley cat. The, the alley cat. Everybody. He was about to go, through, go to war to get that motherfucking weed. And the weed was sitting right there next to us the whole time. That's funny. And if you actually ever go to his bathroom, you'll see how that makes sense. Because when I first heard the story, I was like, man, I don't make no sense. And then I went to the bathroom and I was like, that makes perfect fucking sense. But even now, we would have dropped weed out that window. That weed is gone. We're that too shit is high gone. up. Not even now. It's just, and it's just like, it's a fucking disaster it's, zone it's on disgusting. the bottom. Back then it was at least doable and it was worth saving. Now it's like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Bye bye, weed. Mm-mm. 
Um, I have a story about the first time I got in trouble. Smoking weed? Yeah, except the funniest part about it. It's a short story, and the funny part about it is I wasn't even high. I didn't even smoke weed. So it was freshman year of high school. So I'm like a baby. I'm like 13, 14 years old. Like, really, I, I wasn't smoking at this point. But... You wasn't smoking no newspapers neither? Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. I was still smelling markers. I was smelling okay, some okay, you shit. was on that. Okay, yeah, in I was the paint. Some, All right, in the glue. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I was going hard in the paint. So I, I come home though, and it was the first time ever in my life that I had suffered from seasonal allergies. So I come home, eyes is puffy, glossed over, droopy, I'm lagging, I'm not moving with as much pep. Yeah, I used to be And I'm drowsy as shit. That was my excuse when I first started getting hot. Okay, well, it's motherfuckers like you that got me in trouble because Miko pulled that shit with my mom so many times. My older brother pulled that shit with my mother so many times that when my mom saw me walk in the door looking like that, she immediately snapped. She was like, Shani, I can't believe you. Oh my God, you're smoking that marijuana. Ah, you're just like your degenerate brother. I cannot believe Oh, my God. And she talked to me like this all the time. Yo. She still talks to me like this. <laughs> I cannot believe this is un- absolutely unbelievable. Why would you do that? Oh, my God. Ah! It, it She's stinks. like, you're grounded. I want to beat your butt. Ah, da, 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 da. And the whole time I'm sitting there fucked up, sinuses just in the back of my throat. And I just finally look at her. I was like, okay, you take me to Walmart. She's like, why? What the fuck? She's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? She's like, I am cursing you out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not high. I have allergies. And she didn't believe me. So I'm sitting there just upset. This woman doesn't believe me. So finally, a few days later, she's like, oh, so you really have allergies? I was like, mom, I'm f- going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tay me, I need help. They won't let me buy. Because at this point, I couldn't buy any medicine either because they had ju- too many people were drinking cough syrup and there was that age ban or whatever. So I was like, bitch, get me drugs. See, see. <laughs> so finally, finally, my mom got me allergy medicine and I was able to like go about my life and she was like, oh, my bad. And I was like, if I was to smoke weed, mom, I'd be smarter about it than that. You wouldn't know. I'm not like Miko. And she was like, that makes me more suspicious. I was like, yeah, well. Oh, well. <laughs> Yo, you, then the sad part is, y'all want to know how I got caught? I'm going to let you know real quick. The way I got caught smoking weed, my mother never found no weed on me. She never knew anything. It was the snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I came home one day with Chinese food. And a bag full of bullshit. And my aunt, my, my, my godmother Nina was there. And I didn't want oh. to say hi. And my mom thought that was suspicious as fuck. But she was like, you got bags full of food and you ran straight to your room? What's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know. What you talking about? I'm tired. She was like, how you got Chinese food and you going to go eat that but you tired? I was like, yeah, I got I to gotta eat that. I didn't eat all day. And then, yeah. That's how I got caught. They looked at my face and they was like, yo, you high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You, if, it was, if it was just your mom, you might have been able to trick her if she had a long day and she just don't feel like dealing with your bullshit. But if Nina's there, if daddy there. 
and they was getting high. That's what made it worse. So they like they was like they was like look at me with a straight face, and I couldn't. I couldn't stop laughing because all I could think about was that fool. <laughs> 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 that was a fat little nigga. Oh, oh you cute. Uh, so, this is this is just a, a flashback episode, really. Word. This is one of these episodes. We we had something planned. It didn't fall through and it didn't go how we expected it to, unfortunately. So, with the spontaneity type of people we are, you know... We came up with some shit for y'all. And we kind of shared some fun experiences. We hope you guys enjoyed. You know, if you got any fun shit you guys want to talk about, if you guys want to add some some fun experiences, trust me, the sad part is... Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm going to interrupt for one second, Puffy. My bad. We at the end. All right. Well, if you guys have a hilarious um, smoking story yourself, one that you, like, gotta share... Hit us up on Instagram, um, pudgy underscore productions for one of them. And then, um, Phil, uh, Mine's is sincerely underscore or sincerely space. Sincere, it's something sincerely PS. Yeah. Sincerely P dot S. It's sincerely underscore P dot S. Yeah, see? So hit us up and tell us your hilarious weed stories. If there's one that, like, yo, we got to share this, then we'll hear it at the beginning of next week's podcast. Word. Straight up. And next week, we're going to have some more fun shit coming y'all way. Hopefully, we don't get too high and forget to record the episode, because that sounds like some shit I would do. We're going to be all right. We're going to, hopefully, we're going to be all right. Amen. Hallelujah. Straight up. And remember, y'all keep that good positive energy. We just had a uh, lunar eclipse, and this is forcing us to deal with a lot of internals. But it's a positive one, and a lot of good things are coming to all of us, man. Blessings all around. Word. Don't forget, it's the year of the metal rat, y'all. Metal rat. It's that motherfucking, that's that year to do the thing. Stay positive, keep pushing. Thang, 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 thang. Here's another one for the books. Thank y'all for being here with us. We appreciate it. We love y'all. And we see you motherfuckers next time. Woo! On to the next one. Peace.